Welcome to the NFT Gaming Bytes podcast where we bring on guests from different NFT projects so that people can ask their questions of the project and the game itself live on YouTube. Today's guest is featuring Jux from the Rising Star game on the Hive blockchain. This game started a couple years ago as an idle clicker game, but also features indie musician artists and can be played for free. This game has been around for a while, but now has finally hit a lot of growth on the last couple months and is now the second biggest game on Hive in comparison to Splinterlands. So stay tuned for this episode and I hope you enjoy. And welcome everybody to our second episode of NFT Gaming Bytes. Today we have an amazing guest here, Jux from Rising Star. How are you doing, Jux? I'm good. How are you doing? Doing all right. Uh, really appreciate you being on here. I know maybe some people might be surprised after uh, some of my early comments about the game. And, uh, you know, I apologize to you on Discord. And I just want to shout it out in the public as well uh, for those initial comments about the game. I've definitely changed my mind. And I think looking at the game live and judging it by, I guess, judging the book by its cover was not a great idea. So, Jux, again, just thank you for being gracious. And I appreciate you being on here, hanging out, because I know. Seriously, a lot of the community was like, dude, you really got to check out into this game because there's a, a pretty big backing on Hive. And I think you were talking about this beforehand. We went live, but you guys have seen some incredible growth the last couple of months, correct? Yeah, correct. I mean, uh, yeah, the, the reason I agreed to do the interview is because you basically were gracious enough to say that you got it wrong. Um, and if you, you know, if you just said, ah, forget it, then uh, I wouldn't be here. So, um, so thank you for doing that. Um, there are a lot of people that wouldn't do that, especially, uh, younger people of your age <laughs> but um yeah it's been uh you know it's been an exciting couple of years since we launched the game just coming up to our second birthday on the 8th of april yeah which is incredible because you know most blockchain games really this didn't take off uh this industry really until last year it feels like you know that's when i got in that's when a lot of people got in whether it was axie or alien worlds splinterlands so the fact that you've been doing this for years when most blockchain games have just come in this past year and uh, trying to get off this hype, right? And that's what we've seen a lot of projects coming in just for the quick buck, selling off some NFTs, but you guys have been doing the hard work for years. So I just want to give you a chance here real quick at the start. We'll get to chat questions. If anyone wants to throw in their own questions to ask about rising star, but for maybe those who are watching today that don't know about the game or are going to listen to the podcast afterwards, just how would you describe this game, this and more so than the game, how would you describe the project as a whole? And bonus points if you can do it in a way that maybe someone who doesn't know anything about NFTs and crypto would understand. Okay, so yeah, a little bit of background first. So we kind of approach this very differently from a lot of projects in that this was purely a hobby. So um, COVID hit. We're all stuck indoors in lockdown in the UK, cold weather. Um, I am a programmer. I love coding. I'm also a musician. I, uh, I created a community called Atom Collector Records prior to creating the game. So that's about five years old, something like that. Um, and I wanted to get people. Basically, I created it because as a musician myself, I had a real problem trying to get people to listen to the music. Uh, there's just so much music out there that unless you've got a massive marketing budget, it's very difficult. So I created a website called atomcollectorrecords.com, which is still live, but not really used very much. The idea being that uh, if you're a musician and you want your sounds or your music to be heard, then you have to listen to other people's music to earn play credits. And you then use those credits to get your music in rotation. So that was something you could do without crypto. 
but I love um, everything about like the internet and stuff like that. I'm, as you can see, I'm not quite as young as you. And um, I was around when the internet was, was not a thing. And when it first came out, it uh, absolutely captured my imagination. I could see how big it was going to be. And, uh, and I started a business doing price comparison back then um, on the internet. Um, and I took that knowledge and created Atom Collector Records. And I thought, well, instead of just using play credits, let's, let's use crypto as well. So we had our own crypto token back on the Steam blockchain back then. And what, a, what an NFT does, uh, sorry, that, let me just rephrase that. That was just a token. So it wasn't an NFT. It was just effectively a currency, uh, a digital currency that we created. The idea, it was basically a credit for you to be able to get your music heard. You could also um, withdraw those and trade them on the market. So that was that was that website. It worked quite well for a couple of years, but like anything, no marketing, uh, very difficult to grow it. So uh, it kind of died off. I carried on doing my weekly radio show that I do every week. Um, and then COVID hit and I thought, well, I want to do some programming and I want to learn more about blockchain. So let's get into NFTs. What can I do? Let's mix the music and NFTs together. And it's just a hobby for my wife and myself. Um, we just wanted to create something to keep us busy. So we didn't have a plan and we don't really have a plan now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you won't find a white paper. We get people, where's the white paper? I'll say, why do I need a white paper? White papers are just a plan that might not even happen. Um, yeah. I don't even have a plan. So what's the point in the white paper? <laughs> <laughs> well, right. And that's such a different perspective, right? And that's, you, you just gave me a couple of chats here in the discord. We were t talking about setting this up. And for me, you know, as a content creator, that's, that's what everyone wants, right? There, there's all these projects. There's people that are like, I'm really in this because I want to, you know, put in a hundred bucks and I think I'm going to become a millionaire, right? That's kind of the FOMO. That's kind of the ridiculousness that we've seen in this industry because it's so new. And because you hear of stories of people, you know, literally putting in a hundred dollars at a time and becoming hundreds of thousands of dollars or maybe even a million dollars. But I think you're coming at it from a different perspective, right? That it's more so a hobby. And I think that's really interesting. And I think a, a different perspective and maybe a fresh one that this industry really needs and and are you seeing that within your community that they really believe in the project because it is more coming from that gaming hobbyist mindset yeah absolutely i mean i've always i've always said um that it's about having fun play the game for fun there are plenty of i mean i noticed on your video the first thing you've honed in on was the starbits price and you know the token price and how much it's gone up and down and things like that and i was thinking yeah that's probably how a lot of projects um are seen, like you just said, because people are viewing it as an investment. Well, it's the riskiest investment you could ever do. I think I'd rather put my money in and get half a percent in the bank than put it into a game written by an unknown team um, on the off chance that I might make some money. Um, and I always say to our community, it's a game. If you enjoy it, great. You might make some money. And the community is amazing. Um, they just got behind my vision for just creating something that is an experiment. Uh, one of the really, really important key features for me was to make it free to play for those who want to play for free, because there are places in the world. Um, I've never trusted the big charities, but I've always wanted to help people in countries with low income. And I've never quite known how I could do that and make sure that the money goes to the right place or the effort that I put in goes to help the right people. 
And I saw this as a way to do that. Um, I've not really seen any games that are free to play. And I didn't know if it would work, obviously. Uh, the idea is that if you can't afford it, you can play for free and you can earn star bits. It's going to be a grind. OK, it's going to be a grind, but you will earn enough. And I get people contacting me quite a lot to say the game has basically put food on the table. And that is absolutely amazing to me. That is what it is all about. And um, to get people to come back and say that every time I get a message like that, it's like, yes, another one that we've helped. Uh, and that's everybody who plays the game. Everybody who buys one of the NFTs. And I failed your I failed your task of explaining NFTs to non. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I failed that. Um, but yeah, everyone that buys an NFT in our game, buys a pack, buys Starbits, whatever, they're helping somebody else who can't afford to do that because it's a circular economy. So we people say that I shouldn't say this because people don't like it, but I see it as um, a kind of robbing Peter to play Paul or um, um, what's the other thing they say? I've forgotten it is now, the Sheriff of Nottingham and all that. Peter, no, what is it? Yeah, Robin, Robin, Hood. Robin Hood. Robin, Robin Hood. Hood. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was going to say. But I do. I think it's a good analogy because if if you buy a pack today for five dollars, say, or buy some cards for five dollars, that's nothing to you. But that has just helped stabilize the economy in the game, and someone else is earning star bits for free, and it's getting them, you know, fifty cents or a dollar or whatever. Then that's great. Now I didn't know if we would get enough people buying to stabilize the price enough. For the free to pay players the biggest challenge we have with that is obviously people try and scam the system all the time so they're trying to create multi-accounts they're mm -hmm. trying to use bots um we quite clearly say no bots no multi-accounts and we are building a very very sophisticated system that's getting more sophisticated all the time to detect multi-accounts um we have to have a restriction of one account per location so per household or per workplace or whatever it's not ideal but what else can you do if you're creating a free-to-play game? So, you know, that was really important to us to be able to do that, and certainly to me. Um, and I just want to thank the whole community that play the game um, for basically making it, making the dream a reality. Two years in, we're bigger than we've ever been, uh, and everything is, uh, is running really well. So, yeah, it's great. Yeah, well, congrats on the progress. It's awesome to see this project really take off and uh, chat you can throw in your questions now I, I do want to get before we go to them just walk us through a little bit what's your future vision for this project I know you're saying like I don't have this white paper I don't have this plan but I'm guessing you have some some dreams and some hopes for it and I'm, I'm kind of really curious what's what's the you know you have the music background you have the gaming background both are coming together in this game do you see both of those running linear, uh, linearly? <laughs> I guess that's that the word. Linearly. <laughs> yeah. Do you see those, you know, really going together? Do you see like, hey, really when we build out this game, I want to focus more and more on the music promotion side or more and more on the gaming side? What's your thoughts there? Uh, my thoughts are that I play it by ear and, and try and gauge the zeitgeist at the time and what's happening. So, for example, if I see certain parts of the game, like we have something called Fan Club, which we launched just a few months ago, um, which allows you to use our other token, Star Pro, which has a fixed supply. It allows you to use that to earn Fan Club uh, NFTs in the game. And those will be required to run future missions when we unlock the second area, the second map in the future. Um, I didn't know whether that would be a good thing or not. Star Pro 
is uh, was designed to basically stabilize the Starbucks price. So, you know, I, there are I'm not an economist. I don't really know anything about money. I didn't even know what inflation was like most people until I got into crypto. <laughs> crypto taught me so much about money. I just yeah. thought inflation was normal. So um, so I've learned a lot and I use the game to experiment with things like that. So we have staking. So you can stake against an, a record, an actual record that a musician has created an NFT for in the game. Players can stake their star bits. And every time that record gets sold from the from the musician to a player, um, but not on the secondary market, then a cut of that revenue goes to the people that are staked against it. So, again, that's another experiment. I'd like to see that music area expand, but I can't force people to create music NFTs. We've got loads of musicians that created 25 of them. They all sold out and they've never come back to mint more. I'd like to see that happen more. Yeah, I'd like to, because they've sold them and people are ready to buy more, but there aren't any more available. Um, so I'd like to see that area move. But ultimately, we need the community to be behind whatever we launch and whatever we add. And you can't force people to play a part of the game that's not fun. So the goal is to make sure it's always fun. I don't want it to become stagnant. I don't want people to think, oh, it's a grind. I don't want to do this. Um, I want to keep launching things that keep it fresh, make it exciting. And I also like to listen to what the community say. So Discord is always very busy. People have got lots of ideas. Um, I take on board everything. We've put lots of things into the game, um, like pizza boxes and pizza slices. They were all ideas that came from the community when we first launched. Uh, we had a lot of problems at the beginning, mainly, well, mainly because I didn't really understand a lot about what I was doing on the crypto side, the NFT side. So a lot of things screwed up. But again, a lot of people, they, uh, for example, we double minted NFTs for ages and people mm -hmm. sent them back because they wanted it to work. And, you know, you don't get that in a, in a game that's launching and doing a, a, a pre-sale. We did no pre-sale or anything like that. We, uh, we, just, we just do it, as I said, as a hobby. We do it for fun. So uh, the short answer is no plan. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love, your, I love your honesty. I love that, you know, you're just putting everything out in the open and, you know, the project is really supported by the community and even taking in community ideas. I think that's pretty awesome to see that. Uh, coming forward an nft game and, and you know and i've even admitted like i'm not in a huge idle game person like before crypto right like my my backstory is shooters and mobas and like high intense action games and that's why i said in this project i'm more interested about the music side but even so i would say uh, kudos to you for making it fun you know as an idle game there are cool things to, you know, balance like the skill and the ego, you know, you got your energy bar, different missions, different world maps coming out. And so, you know, congrats to you. I think, you know, even for someone that doesn't prefer idle games, it is at least a lot more interesting than a ton of the other ones that have come out in this crypto space. So uh, appreciate you building out something that's fun and hopefully more and more pr promotes those music artists. Uh, I want to get to the... Uh, to the chat here, some of the questions coming in. Uh, first one was Schizo. They were wanting to know, what's the pack strategy? Do you have a plan for available purchase all the time? Is there a specific number per year? How do you handle those packs coming out? Uh, we took a different approach. So we have a monthly new card reveal where we launch new cards every month. Um, they have a print limit on them. This was the first month where we had to launch early. So we launched on Friday because... Um, the game went absolutely crazy in the last month, uh, month to six weeks. And we normally do a calculation 
on how many we think how many cars we think are going to get minted and we kind of add maybe 50 percent to that and say okay they should last us six weeks um so we can keep putting in fresh cards well they all started running out so we had to do uh, basically the team the turtle project who is a musician and also the artist who does all the pictures and also billy korg who another musician um, great friends of mine uh, this is basically all friends creating this game and my wife as well so he does all the card design they pulled all the stops out we got the cards ready early and we released them so we plan to carry on doing that new cards day is always a lot of fun we do a live stream where we reveal the cards people buy absolutely crazy amounts of packs have thousands ready to open as soon as the last pack the last cards ready thousands of pack purchases go in it's quite a fun event so we plan to carry on doing that um we've actually had to double the print limits on all the new cards so that they won't run out again too early wow. so unless we go crazy and your video goes viral with millions of views i think we'd be all right for this month yeah no i mean that's pretty awesome and i think even me i i typically don't buy packs but you know we were hanging out the other day with a couple uh, of my community mates and i had i just had to we we talked ourselves into it buying a pack and luckily for me i got the acoustic guitar that i needed anyways for that second local gig circuit so it worked out for me uh there in the end and that's cool to hear what you guys are doing for packs uh, we got another question coming in uh, two that are similar one from our fate of glory when star bits are used in the music promoter are they burned and after sound is also asking i know t tokenomics aren't what you focused on but is there any uh, mechanism that burns star bits okay well uh firstly yes the star bits that you put into promoter they go into a pool and you can't withdraw them so they are effectively burnt that is that was the first kind of mechanism we put in to stabilize the star bits price because you're earning star pro so if you don't know how music promoter works You've, there are 100 Star Pro a day that go into a pool um, and then another 20 go to us as the team to either sell or use for future things. That 100, that gets split between everybody that, that basically uses Music Promoter to bid on missions. So you effectively you're promoting real-time missions from other players. Every time a mission finishes, it looks to see you as the highest bid and they get allocated a share of that pool. And the bigger your slice of the pool is, the more of the Starbits you get. Sorry, the Star Pro um, of that 100. So obviously, if Starbits price starts coming down, people can afford to get more Starbits, deposit them in the game, put them in the pool. So that is, yes, it is tokenomics. And I, obviously, I do think about tokenomics, but it's not my first thing. Um, so that's how that works. What was the other question? I mean, just all the mechanics that you can think of to burn star bits and, as you said, kind of keep the inflation down as much as possible. Yeah, right. So we've got um, we've got obviously Fan Club, which I just said, which requires Star Pro. So that, again, requires you to either go and buy Star Pro off the market or, um, or use Music Promoter to get more Star Pro to be able to run that. We've also got um, – there. Are, I can't even remember all the different things I've put in the game now, but uh, there are other ways um, – there is also the, the World Festival World Tour, which you need Star Pro to be able to, you earn a wristband for each, and this happens every week, it changes to a different country, and you run a mission, and you earn wristband NFTs, and if you get all the wristband NFTs for one of the four areas, you can blend those into a festival band member. If you get all four band members at the end of the year, it takes an entire calendar year to do that, you can blend those into the ultimate festival band and get the ultimate bragging rights. Wow. 
Yeah, I mean, that's there's so many little mechanics that you have in there. I mean, I'm finally hitting level 25 after playing for a few weeks. And I, I feel like as you're talking, I'm like, man, I, I feel like I've barely scratched the surface with all the little mechanics and different things that you can do within this game. There's There seems to be like a lot that uh, you guys have come up with. Yeah, I just, I tend to just, uh, well, the way it works is Julie, my wife, who you'll see in the Discord a lot, um, we take our dog for a walk every day. And that's where all the ideas happen. We're walking through the forest with a dog and we're just talking about what could we do in the game? What do we need to change? And we talk through some ideas. And over a few days of doing that, we normally come up with something that we think might be fun. We don't know whether it'll work or not. Um, I'm excited to go and code it because I'm a real geek and I just love the code inside. So I'll go away and uh, get something running. She'll tell me to slow down and calm down. And she always said, we need to test it and think about it a bit longer before you put it live. And I'm saying, are you sure? Are you sure? So... Uh, <laughs> That sounds like a good combo between the both of you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I always say I'm like I'm like a uh, I'm flying around on a tether connected to a rock. So she's the rock in the middle, and I'm flying around the outside. <laughs> well, you know what? That's that's the beautiful thing of marriage, right? You can balance each other's strengths out, and you know it sounds like you guys got a good thing going on there. And what, what kind of dog do you have? That's the most important question. Uh, we have a Cavachon, which is a cross between a um, a Cava. Cavaliers, King Charles Spaniel, and a Bichon Freeze. They're quite a small dog. Okay. I have no idea what that looks like, but uh, maybe after the stream, I'll go look it up there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Astral Robots wanting to know, how are you planning to encourage musicians to mint music NFTs? And then he also throws in the inside joke, will you make a Luki the Lion card? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we. Um, in terms of um, encouraging musicians, it's, it's that's the difficult one because... I don't really have any any spare time to go and do that. I've, I've I've tried to do that with my own music, and then I've tried to do it with Atom Collector Records, and I find it very soul destroying because you can you can get people to say, "Yeah, I'd love to do that," but actually getting someone to come and say, "Right, I'm going to mint my NFT," or "I want to do a I want to do a live stream." Um, we have a, we have a, a band that everyone knows. Uh, I guess you could call them a band called Stick Up Boys from Brighton. Um, and they, they are very, very good at promoting themselves. Everyone knows Stick Up Boys. Uh, and they were saying just earlier today that um, there's TDC Tunes, who are a friend of theirs, who does a live stream using modular synthesizers. And he gives and Stick Up Boys when they can. They come in there and they kind of give away prizes of Starbits to encourage people to come in and watch the stream. And they were saying, how do we get other people to do live streaming of their music? And I said, well, it's just difficult. It's just really tough. I mean, I've done a few live streams of my music. You've got to be, you know, you've got to set everything up and you've got to be willing to do it. A lot of independent musicians uh, are quite uh, introverted, I find. And mm. the idea of actually going live in front of people on camera is, it can be quite daunting. And, uh, you know, it, it's exciting to do, but then I'm not introverted. So I can't, I can't think how they might think uh, about doing something like that. So. I just haven't got the time. What I want is the community to encourage all their musician friends to come along, either start streaming or get their music uh, minted in the game, and let's try and build that together. Uh, everything's about the community here because I don't want to grow a big team. I don't want to employ people to do things. I want as much as possible for the community to be part of this game. And if they can... I mean, a classic example is, is Foxen, who was one of our players from right at the beginning. I don't think this game would probably be where it is now without him. Um, and he's created a completely secondary um, secondary website, in fact, two, <laughs> uh, 
to trade cards and find prices and look at market history and stuff like that. And that's exactly the kind of thing that these kind of games should be about. It should be about we're independent game creators. So we don't have the resources to do everything. We should concentrate on what we're good at and the community um, should get behind doing other things on the side and on the periphery that link into the game and promoting musicians to come and do that um, would be great if the community can get behind that. Yeah, I mean, I think you've, we've seen some of that already, especially with the radio, right? I love how that there's those links right there that you can click on their Spotify or their Apple Music and just go straight to that artist, right? So in, in my mind, if you're an indie artist and you're already in part of this project and game, it, it seems like a no-brainer to me to want to do those types of things. But as you said, maybe it is just the the courage or the fear behind it because it is, you know, hard getting out there live and, and doing those types of things. So, yeah, it, it is an interesting to think thing to think about but i think if people are really finding some traction within this game as an artist i would think that that would attract other artists into this game seeing that hey like as an indie artist i can get some recognition here so i I think it's just more of a snowball effect probably right is that as you see some artists really do well within this space you would have others wanting to jump on as well yeah i think so i think the same way as the game the game kind of steadily grew and then kind of hit a tipping point. And we were talking before we went live about um, I, I'm an entrepreneur. I've run online businesses before. And it's kind of a known a known fact that the first two years of, of creating a business, you make a loss and uh, not much happens. You're just building everything. And then you hit two years and everything seems to work if you've done it right. Um, and it's the same with the game. The first two years were quite, you know, we're not quite two years yet. So it's a bit earlier, but everything's steady. And then you hit a tipping point. And I think, the musician part, because it's only a subset of the game, because only a certain portion of the players are also musicians, it's probably trailing that by maybe six months or something. So if the musician, if the size of the musician community that are playing the game and minting their NFTs grows, word of mouth will hopefully bring more musicians in. Yeah. How does the radio portion work of that? Is it just anyone that mints an NFT gets thrown in the radio? Do you curate that yourself? Uh, the radio is separate, so you don't have to have an NFT. If you play the game and you're a musician, you can submit um, MP3s to go onto the radio. Um, we try and keep it copyright free. The idea is that we like what we have is a lot of streamers, um, especially our Twitch streamers. So we have we have some we have a really amazing community of Twitch streamers. And if you're thinking of streaming and you've never done it, we can support you. And you can use something called Battle of the Bands, which is like a test system for our upcoming release in the future of um and you were saying about not liking idle games keep an eye on battle of the bands because we'll be doing a, a pvp and a tournament style um basically card game where you can put your band together and battle against other people and work your way up in a different oh, way that sounds awesome yeah i love that that's a cool idea so yeah i i'm excited for you guys and all the music stuff that you're doing and i really do hope more people come in and you know mint some of their nfts and really get into the music side of it maybe i'll maybe i'll throw in some things here and there i don't know i i kind of do some music but i also do it in more of a goofy way for my live stream often so i I don't know if people will want that as an nfc or or, or will uh care much about that but we'll see maybe we'll have some stuff that uh i can work on for you guys and just test it out for you yeah why not uh let's get a couple more questions i know you got to get going here soon so let me just uh see if there's anything else we got, uh, can we expect some updates in the market? I need filters. Any market updates coming? Well, again, the market, you've got NFT Mart, which is written by Fox and, um, 
and uh, and other people now that allows you to do a lot more things than you can do with the in-game market because i'm the only developer full-time on this uh, it's very difficult for me to to do everything and i'd rather a third-party app be better than our market so that people use that and it becomes better and better all the time and i can concentrate on bringing out new things and uh, and adding to the game so the gameplay gets better and the gameplay gets more fun so don't expect that much on the in-game market got it a as dust <laughs> hopefully i'm saying that name close enough uh, how much does coffee actually boost your recovery rate and how long do you give out those stats anywhere uh not the actual stats we try and keep stats secret because it's a game again after all so it's supposed to mimic real life but the way that coffee works is imagine you have a quick shot of an espresso as soon as you as soon as you basically use that coffee uh, which is an nft um you use that and it will give you a, an instant boost of a small percentage and then every time a mission ends for up to an hour you get another little boost and the more coffees you use it's like having another espresso and if you have too many you're going to be flying around the ceiling um <laughs> but they all give you a boost at the beginning and a boost at the end of every mission. So they're very handy for doing lots of five minute missions. Awesome. Uh, after sound threw in a question, I'm an indie musician who's only been interacting with the game as a player. Any good guides to learn more about the opportunities for musicians? Um, not really guides other than you can get on the radio and you can mint your NFTs. You just need to uh, contact me. Um, there is a, if you look on the menu, there is a, a, an option for musicians that want to, um, record, uh, sorry, mint their NFTs, gives you some information about what you would need to do. And if you want to get on the radio, there's a channel within our Discord for musicians to submit MP3s. As I see, try, um, we, we like to have them copyright free. We've had a few issues with some of the songs having copyright and then getting copyright strikes on YouTube. We try, we're thinking of a solution where streamers um, can basically be set up with a, a whitelist of songs so they won't get ones that might have caused a problem but we also ask that people don't submit copyrighted music yeah makes sense well jux it's been great having you on today maybe we'll have to in the future again i mean the chat's just blowing up with the love for rising star and questions we can't get them all done today so just the last minute or so i i want to know anything you want to shout out or tell people about the project anything that you're excited for upcoming soon uh, well, keep an eye out. It's our, as I said, it's our two-year birthday coming up on the 8th of April. We'll be doing something special for that. Uh, so keep an eye out. It's also Easter coming up. We have seasonal missions going on. You can look back and see all the seasonal missions we've done before to get an idea of what's coming up. Um, other than that, just keep being awesome, everybody, because uh, we love you to bits and you make it fun for us to work on the game every day. Awesome. Well, I love it. I love having you here, Jux. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks again for coming on. For those of you listening or watching along, thank you guys for being here. If you haven't checked out Rising Star Game, go do so. It's on the Hive blockchain. As Jux said, you can get started for absolutely free. So there is no reason that you shouldn't at least go out and try it out. Don't be like me, an idiot who just looked at it and walked away. Because now I'm regretting it. I missed on a couple weeks of missions that I could have been doing and uh, could have been at a higher level. But <laughs> Jux, thanks again for being here. Appreciate it. And I uh, will keep tracking along with the project. And I'm excited for those updates that are coming. Great. Thank you very much. See you soon. I should see you soon. I should see you soon.